Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show. Thank you so much for joining us. I always appreciate when you guys show up. Please share these broadcasts. You can get them in digital form. And time is growing short and they're taking us off. Did you know that? Not necessarily us right now, but the UN is taking down websites. Websites associated with Patriot Radio. So um, we need to spread the word while we still can, while we still have a voice. Um, We're running out of options very quickly. And we're going to be talking about how grim it is economically. Uh, Bob Griswold is going to be joining us in just a minute. And uh, we're going to take a look at something called the M1 money supply. And and i got to tell you, folks, once you understand how this works, and, we'll, and Bob will explain it to you, you're going to realize just how serious things are. Before we go there, I just wanted to let you know that this first part of the program is brought to you by Noble Gold. And Noble Gold can help you with this. Listen to me very clearly. Noble Gold can help you diversify. They've done it for me. I went from advertiser to client, and they can help you the same way. Um, We're not going to get through this unscathed, but if you leave all your money in the bank, well, cash is trash, and it's going to crash, and it's going to crash right in on your head, and I'm giving you a way out, And, and I feel I'm diversified enough that some of what I've got is going to survive, and you're you say survive? Yeah, wait till you hear this show. Survive. So I'm going to give you a number to call. No pressure. They'll send you free material. You have to close the deal. Every time I call them and I want to do something, Mr. Hodges, did you want something else? Yeah, I want to do something. I want to close the deal. They always leave it up to you. Why don't you call them? 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. And tell them Dave Hodges of the Common Sense Show sent you. Well, Bob Griswold from ReadyMadeResources.com, and it's a prepper's delight. He's got about everything that you'd want. I can't say absolutely everything because I don't think anyone could have absolutely everything but God. But he comes really close. He's in second place to God. And he's got uh, all this stuff, and we'll have him probably highlight a couple of things that uh, the novice people need to get started because a lot of you are just waking up to the fact that we're in big trouble. Bob, welcome to the show and I know we're going to talk about money supply first and branch out from there. I have been obsessed with the chart that you sent me. In fact, I probably have mentioned it five, six, seven times since we spoke about it. Yeah, um, Dave, just, just to be clear, um, M, the M1 money supply is what, what that is described for people who don't know. It's the, the, the country's basic money that's in the medium of exchange it means it's what's readily available, checking accounts, bank deposits, traveler's checks, that money that you can go out and spend immediately. And if you uh, – I know we're on radio, so it's hard to put the, the, um, the picture up, but if you could picture a graph that uh, when the pandemic hit was going up, <clears throat> excuse me, reasonably, um, you know, steep. Um, when the pandemic hit, we were at $4 trillion, which is staggering, $4 trillion in national debt. Um, in the last two years, now keep in mind, that's from George Washington to 2020, $4 trillion in national debt. Well, from 2020 to 2021, end of 2021, we've spent over $2.5 trillion on debt. So that's that's an M1 money supply. So they put two and a half trillion dollars more in the economy for people to spend in the midst in the midst of a of a crisis of supply. Dave, you could not do something any more insane. 
I mean, this is insane. It's saying, what, what do I take out first, the civilians or the military in Afghanistan? A child can figure it out. Well, you take out the civilians first, leave the military. The military safeguards the civilians, exfil, and then the, the military leaves. That's pretty simple to figure out. When you have a, an economy that is in catastrophic need of supply chain, and everything in the supply chain is broken down, I mean, I see it all the time. I go to get something, it's not available, or it's a wait. And at the same time you've done that, you created this supply chain, you have put $2.5 trillion more into the spendable money supply. You have created a disaster, and they just keep doing it, Dave. And it's my contention that they cannot stop at this point. It cannot be stopped. So we're going to have to discuss what we do in light of this, because as you said, noble gold. Um, Gold is going to gold and silver, any precious metals, any tangibles are going to skyrocket in price. <clears throat> Excuse me, I was having dinner last night with a couple, an elderly couple. They're living on Social Security, and they said that their propane bill for heating their home has tripled from last year. Mm-hmm. Tripled. And Dave, I remember you made a comment: um, eat or heat. Um, you know, and a lot of people in this position are having to rely on the good grace of other people to help them out because they just can't afford to live eating and heating their home. Uh, and it's because we have so many dollars chasing fewer and fewer goods. I mean, Dave, in the midst of a, of a, of a you know, crisis of fuel, Joe Biden has shut down multiple pipelines. It, you cannot be this stupid. As, as stupid as he is, you cannot be this stupid. It's deliberate, Dave. They're deliberately sabotaging our economy. As we know, inflation is the greatest theft of wealth there is. You have 6 7% inflation. With meat, it's been 20% at what they're admitting. So tw- if you put, put $1,000 in the bank last year to buy meat with, you can only buy $800 of meat this year. That's what inflation has done to your meat savings account. Uh, you know, cars, everything is facing this type of thing. So what's happening is they are absolutely impoverishing millions of people. People on fixed income, Social Security, are being impoverished deliberately. They're going to have to turn to the government. The government's going to have to keep spending more and more money to earn the favor of these people. And eventually, we all know where this ends. It's ended the same place Uganda ended where Turkey ended, where every economy, Weimar Germany ended, every economy that does what we're doing eventually hits that moment where hyperinflation takes over. And the classic example of the wheelbarrow load of money that you dump on the street to steal the wheelbarrow becomes a reality. I don't know if you remember that. They, they would maybe have a wheelbarrow load of money. It's in every history book would... from the 1950s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. Yeah, and they just dumped the money on the street and steal the wheelbarrow because it was a tangible good that they knew had value to it. The paper money, I mean, I, I still have 50 million, I forgot whatever denomination <clears throat> the Turkish money was at that time, 50 million dollar bills uh, from Turkey. I mean, it, the, the uh, economy had hyperinflated, and that's what's coming to the United States, and it's going to destroy the middle class, which is already being destroyed in this country. Dave, do you, do you know, just doing some quick research, 
Right now, we're spending $300 billion on interest on the national debt. To, keep, to put that in uh, perspective, the, what I had uh, done is they said that that encompasses more money than commerce, education, DNS, HUD, Interior Justice, and State Department combined, just spending on interest debt. And see, it's a vicious cycle. Because the more they have to take out to spend on interest, the more they have to spend, the more they have to spend, the greater inflation, the greater inflation there is. People's income goes down. They have to pump it back up. Cost of living increase. It's just a vicious cycle until it collapses. It, it, this doesn't – just as I'm not, a, I'm not a senior staff military strategist, but I can figure out what happened in Afghanistan, and I could have prevented it. So could you. So could the average person on the street. Um. So it doesn't take a you know world-renowned economist to figure this game out. It's a Ponzi scheme. Dave, we know that the uber-rich are putting their money into property and tangible goods. Uh, Bill Gates is one of the largest farm holders in the United States, if not the largest. They're putting their money where it will stay secure. We should be following that example. I mean, you know, they're using our tax dollars to build bunkers. They're using our tax dollars to buy ammunition to protect themselves, our tax dollars to buy food. We should be following this exact same example. In fact, Nancy Pelosi, I mean, she created an absolute manure storm in California, and so what does she do? She flees to Florida and wants to live under a Republican governor. Gee, I wonder why. And, and on a national level, we just know that they cannot stop spending at this point. You stop spending, and it's like the drug addict who stopped taking drugs. No, no, I agree. But let's, I'm going to go there, and I'm going to just backtrack to the chart that you sent me that was so telling. And we're on radio, so obviously we can't display it. But the amount that we've spent since Biden came into office is accelerating in a straight-up line. And what I'm saying to you is that... Uh, you keep doing that, you're going to get hyperinflation. But if you back down and stop uh, printing the money, your existing government services and so forth will fail, and you'll have an economic collapse. So there's it, it, no, you there's no way get out. Off the, there's yeah, no you way. can't get off the train. It's the crazy, as, as yeah. Ozzy Osbourne said, we're on the crazy train right now. Well, okay, so here, here's my point. You're damned if you do with hyperinflation, and you're damned if you don't with economic collapse. There's no way out, is there? Well, no. I mean, nothing that I, I foresee without a lot of extreme pain on people. Dave, what we have to, what, what I want to convey today, there is a buffer out there. So you can buffer the collapse. And you mentioned it. I mean, gold will help you buffer the collapse. I mean, if I had bought meat a year ago and put it in the freezer, I've made 20% capital gains. Dave, if you buy the food, the storage food you sell, and you put it away, say you buy a $100 bucket, and you have 40% inflation, you have experienced a 40% capital gain. And you know the nice thing about it is if you eat it and don't sell it, if you sell it and make 40 bucks, they, they expect you to pay capital gains. But if you eat it yourself, you've experienced a 40% capital gain that you do not pay interest on or capital gains tax on. So <clears throat> this is the buffer that we can do. Instead of going out... And, and spending money on crazy things, we need to be really taking this serious because I, our leaders are definitely taking it serious. They know what's coming. 
Uh, Joe Manchin, when he, I guess today he said he's not going to vote for this latest bill, which the economy needs that money. It's like a drug addict. Is the drugs good for him? No. Does he need it? Yes. Because if he doesn't get it, what happens to the drug addict? His whole body goes into convulsions, shuts down, very painful. He, can he make it through it? Some do, some don't. We don't know. I know in the Washington Examiner now, uh, and I've never seen a story like this, Dave, the Washington Examiner is saying retired generals urging Pentagon to take steps to avert the next civil war in 2024. Now, they're going to say it's, you know, Trumpism and political. I don't think that. I think what's going to happen is this economy is going to implode and you're going to have millions and millions of people who've just become drug addicts to government money. And it's not only people. It's corporations, Dave. Corporations don't make any money. If you, don't, if you have to contract the Defense Department budget, if you have to contract you know, all these other budgets where people are getting you know, um, $250,000 a year or $150,000 a year salaries in the government, if you have to contract those budgets, those people don't have the money to spend. This is this is the crazy train. It's it's an absolute crazy train. So what what I would tell people to do is to take every dollar that you can, and put it into something that's tangible, even if it's a piece of property. Buy some property. Um, get into things right now. I mean, the the, the storable food, um, the water filter. I mean, th- th- being able to protect yourself because I can tell you. There's a vast majority of Americans who are legally drug addicted to benzodiazepines. They're not going to be able to get them because Medicare and Medicaid are going to have to shrink back. That's a scary thought. Social Security, all that. Um, And then then all the the, the people that just are on government drugs anyhow, I mean, doctor-prescribed benzodiazepine drugs, nerve drugs, whatever you call them, uh, or pain pills or whatever. And this economy shrinks back, and you have people that can't put food on the table, which I just said there's people right now that can't do that. And you have a massive amount of those people that can't do it. It's going to go insane. And I don't think people realize it. Read the history of Bosnia. Read the history of Germany. Read any history of a country, and I challenge anyone, Dave, to show me a country that's doing what we're doing, that's not in the late stages of collapse, that's on the verge of the cliff, and where civil obedience and civil structure maintains its its structure, it does not maintain. That's why they're warning for the next civil war. They don't. They they're not. They weren't afraid of what happened on January sixth. That was mild. It's mild to compare what's happening all over the West Coast with Antifa and BLM. They don't do anything about that. So they don't care about that. They knew there was. <clears throat> they knew that there was no real threat there. It was an inconvenience to them. And so they've hyped up this this big thing so they can use it to, you know, the military now is vetting anyone who has sympathies towards those. You know, anybody would say, well, the government's out of control. The government's post-constitutional. The government doesn't know how to control its budget. The government takes our money and wastes it on the absolute stupidest stuff. And so they're, they're orchestrating a military that is going to be an enemy of the people of the United States. Because when this economy implodes and people are in the streets because they can't heat their home or can't fill their bellies, it's going to be dangerous out there, and you better be able to protect your family. Because I'm telling you, Dave, you read the history of what happens. 
and it's not very pretty. I mean, you know, it's a vicious, it is a vicious cycle. Like I said, we spend $300 billion a year on interest. And, and, and they're saying, and then by 2028, it'll be the third largest consumer of government money, the debt, interest payment. I mean, behind Medicare and, Medicare, uh, and Social Security, bigger than the Defense Department. So um, if we think we see inflation now, Dave, at 20%, 30%, or can't get things, you give it a couple years from now. And I promise you, the people that buy storage food now are going to look back and look at that and think, I better lock this stuff up. I can't let anybody see it. Because, I mean, it's just like laying gold. If I, if I invited people over to my house, I wouldn't like lay gold bars out on the table for people to see. Because they think, well, that guy's got something I want to steal. Well, yeah, well that's, that's true. But that let's, way. Let, let's talk about the unfolding, okay? We're going to keep printing money, and it may not be this $2 trillion bill, but we're going to keep printing money. So tell me how the wheels come off, what it looks like, what the civil reaction will be, and what the administration's reaction will be. How do you see this playing out? Well, I, I mean, it plays. Uh, history shows how it plays out. Eventually, we reach the breaking point where the, n nations do not want our money. Japan, I think, is our lar largest debt holder, around 1.5 trillion dollars. Eventually, they realize that it's worthless, and they won't buy any more of our debt. I'm not going to buy it. But what's the use? It's it's worthless money. It's not it's not worth the paper it's printed on to say. So when all these nations, China and you know England, Japan, stop buying our debt, people stop buying government bonds, then I mean that's that's the that's the end of it. it or if they somehow the U.S. dollar loses its most you know um, its um, world reserve currency, any of those scenarios, overnight you're going to see the, the worst depression you've ever seen 1928 will be nothing 2008 will be nothing compared to what we see and so it, it can happen slowly as nations start getting away from what they realize is is a Ponzi scheme the US dollar um, you know as the the economy then has to contract if we see I mean this the, the fact that they're not going to get this trillion dollars to spend on build back better which mostly was just, you know, paying off corporations. Um, very little of it goes to, you know. To, well, to I know it, it's all it's all pork, but let, pork. Let, let, let's talk about the unfolding, though. Okay, so you say the economy contracts. In other words, what I'm hearing you say indirectly, but I want to pin this down definitively so people know what to expect. Um, they're not going to be able to get food. Food's not going to be moving because the economy's broken. Broken. And you got to be able to grow your own or store your own, and then you got to be able to defend your stash. Is is that where this is headed? Dave, did you get those pictures I sent you of yes. meat prices? Three ribeye steaks, like $60, okay. $20 for a ribeye steak, a little one. And, and it's only just begun. Um, we, we, you I'm going to take that I, as a yes. Yes. I, yes. I mean, I follow okay. not only the food you sell, but all, the, all, the, all these companies that do freeze-dried food, all their prices are going to have to go up. Availability is going to become harder. Um, the, the rich will not do without. With Nancy Pelosi standing in front of her sub-zero refrigerator eating a gourmet ice cream proves that. She's not going to do without. You're going to do without. And that's why I tell people, if you buy now, I, I would 
bet, and I would promise you that by next year at this time, you're going to realize, man, I made a good investment. You know, if you bought a piece of property and, and didn't know that a highway was coming through it and, you know, they had to buy it, um, you know, back, you, you're going to make a very good investment. Um, who was Stewart, who bought Alaska for $28 million or something, I think he made a very good investment. Um, anybody who puts their money right now in tangibles, gold, uh, is going to make a very good investment. This is how we buffer, Dave, and this is the real important message. What do you mean by buffer? I think what you're saying is buy everything you can now because you're going to make money on it later. Well, not so much make money, but you're not. it's not going to cost you dearly to get the same product in a year from now. <clears throat> I mean, you know, when, when hyperinflation starts, and 20% is a pretty much a hyperinflation-type economy, when it starts, it doesn't moderate. Do you remember them saying it's a hyperinflation is, is just short-lived, and they said now it's going to go through 2022. Now we, we, it's going to go longer. They're admitting it. I mean, this I'm not I don't have a crystal ball on my desk here. I mean, they're admitting it that this inflationary cycle is going to keep going, and it has to because they can't stop spending. They stop spending, they pull the money out of the economy, and all of a sudden the corporations don't get all that extra money. They they lay people off which further exacerbates it because those people then don't pay taxes. It, it, the debt goes for, further. I mean, it's a vicious cycle. It's, it is Ozzy Osbourne's The Crazy Train. So, yes, to answer your question, and this is what I mean by buffer. You know, buy what you can buy. Buy it till it hurts. It, it, examine your budget and realize, do I need to spend money on this or that, or should I put money in – Food, water, maybe guns, gold, you know, other equipment. It's funny because you mentioned this. that's where you could experience a capital gain. Yeah. And a massive capital gain. And you're not going to have to pay tax on it if you consume it yourself. Now, I don't know. The government might eventually say, well, if you bought a meat at $100 and ate it when it was 200 you owe us $100 in capital gains. They might eventually get to that. No, no, I listen, mean, that's how Janet Yellen. Janet Yellen has said such a thing just about home appreciation. She calls it unrealized income. When you have an asset that appreciates, whether you're realizing profit on it or not at the moment, she believes the government has the right to come in and tax it. And, you know, they're the ones that are creating the inflated price prices. Yeah. I mean, this, this is the... Uh, Dave, this is the incentive. These are the people who are selling the drugs and then blaming you for your addiction. Um, they're 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 dumping trillions into the economy, so house house prices are naturally going to go up. But has it gone up in real value? No, it's gone up only in relation to inflated dollars. Be- because if I go and buy it again, we saw it that you know a sheet of OSB like plywood type stuff, it went from fifteen dollars last year. It was gosh sixty seventy dollars. Now. So I, I make money on my home, but then if I go to rebuild the home, it's going to cost me three times as much to build. They don't care about that. You made money selling your home. Well, the, you know, I can't go out and build another home. Uh, and it's going to cost me a $200,000 home. It's going to cost me 600000 Yeah, I sold my house for 600000 Yeah, we want $400,000 in capital gains tax, but I can't rebuild my home. It, 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 these people are the, – they're insane. 
I no, mean, they're, they're communists. It, it, words they're words com- escape me. Let, let's call them what it. they are, Bob. They're communists. Yeah, and then and then what do we have? We have the dementia patient, the giggler, and the, and the drunk. And they're running the country. And they're dictating our, you know, moral compass, as, as you could say. Uh, it's, it's, Dave, I, I don't want to, I don't want to be alarmist, even though this is an alarmist subject. Um, I, in fact, I read, so just so you'll know, I read one commentator, what he said about Joe Manchin not going along with this massive debt spending. This is what he said. RIP recovery. Hello, crash. So he was saying, not me. He was saying the recovery is over, the crash is here. Now that's not me. That's that somebody else said that. R.I.P. Recovery, rest in peace. Hello, crash. Yeah, well, I, I don't disagree. Um, that that M1 money supply thing is. You know, by the way, let me back up to you. you know what I found out the government used to report on that and print that regularly. Yes, and they don't do it anymore. Exactly, and it's because they want to hide what's going on. They have to hide it. I mean, um, with all their black bag, black budget projects, they, they, they're just they, they hide it all, and because they don't want it, they don't want the regular American people to know that they're spending all this dark money. First of all, um, it's hard to do what they're doing with bunkers and all their secret projects. And, and not have that show up in the budget. So they just don't report it. So, I mean, uh, Dave, I don't, I don't know what more to say. Um, and, and, uh, and, well, I do know what more to say. Excuse me. Now we've got Omicron. And, Dave, are they calling for more shutdowns? Yeah. Yeah, they're starting. Yeah. It's starting all Dave, up again. In 2000, the, the, the shutdowns cost they, they had to dump two and a half trillion dollars in the economy just to keep people out of the streets, and now they're talking about shutting it all down again because we've got Omicron. I mean, it's it, it, it's not going to end, and it's not going to end nicely. Um, it's going to end very badly. Um, as, as, as sooner or later, the economy they're going to ha- they, they nobody will take their money anymore. Nobody wants it because they'll realize it's worthless. People will go back to bartering or using gold and silver, trading labor um, to, to, to do an economy. And if you don't think that's the way a modern economy can operate, read how the Soviet economy operated. The black market is what kept the Soviet economy alive. And, 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 and at the same time, Dave, government theft skyrockets because people realize – I mean it's bad enough now. People realize I can steal – I mean I remember – a couple of years ago, military had a, a hemorrhaging of MREs, meals ready to eat. You know, the cases of twelve. Yeah. Because people would steal them, and sell them or keep them. That was they they, they tried they tried to enact laws against that. I don't know how effective it was, but when when you're a government worker, Dave, and and the and supplies aren't available in the civilian market, but the government has truckloads of stuff government theft is going to even skyrocket more than it is right now. Everybody's going to become a politician and steal. <laughs> it, it, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. This is the crazy train. This cannot 
we cannot stop what we're doing, and we are on a path at light speed to the cliff, and it's going to happen. It's, it's just what people can do to help mitigate it for their own family. Um, and, and that's what we can do right now. Convert your money, as much as of it you can, into, into precious metals, into, into you know, supplies that you can eat, supplies that you can use. You know, if you live on a bigger farm, you might want to buy propane or gas when the price dips because you can't store that kind of stuff in a residential community. Um, but buy it while you can get it while the price dips because there's coming a time when they keep dumping this money in the economy that propane, gasoline, and just as the meat prices are going to go up. How much has gas gone up in one year? Yeah, about a dollar seventy. Yeah, let, let me. Dave, let that me, represents almost that represents almost a hundred percent increase. Let me tell you where I think some of this is headed, though. Um, and I think there's a real important development right now in Texas where Governor Abbott is actually working on the border wall. Now I expect the DOJ to to sue him over immigration rights. But there's nothing in the Constitution that keeps a governor from protecting his own state. But here's where I think this is going. I see Texas as being the first to secede. Um, Florida may be second. I actually had a dream. And it's funny. I have, I have a standing invitation from Doug, you know, our DHS friend, and uh, to come down, move on his farm, build a home, that kind of thing. And uh, I got to tell you... <laughs> Before, I'm thinking I'm real settled in my house, paid off, a nice existence here in Arizona. But I have to tell you, Bob, I think the time's coming when people are going to migrate to the safety zones, and those safety zones are going to secede. And Biden can't do violate posse comitatus legally and send the troops in to force uh, states to stay in the Union, but he's not following the rules on anything else. So you know, damn good and, you know damn good and well... It won't be Obama. It'll be um, uh, Obama and Susan Rice that'll send in the troops. Do you, do you agree with this scenario and where it's headed? Well, Dave, go to the Washington Examiner and read that article. I have. That article, to me, when I read it, has nothing to do with they think a protest on the Capitol steps. It has everything to do because they think something's getting ready to explode. And you put millions of people in the streets that can't feed their belly, can't heat their home, and you have the military operating against them, you're going to have states succeed, secede very quickly. Uh, Texas would probably be the first. I mean, it's already here, Dave. You look at the divide in this country. It is irreconcilable. When I watch the left talk, I realize there is no middle ground left. I, I have nothing in common with these people. In fact, I have everything that they like is my <clears throat> what I would consider to be an enemy agent provo promote, promoting it promoting it um, so it's 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 like it's just not disagreement in politics like Nixon and Kennedy or you know that type of disagreement between Republican and Democrat this this is irreconcilable differences the left is calling for our internment it's calling for arrest. I mean, if you don't get vaccinated, they want to. So it, it, we're seeing the divide happening, and the only Dave, the only glue that's left is the fact that everybody has a full belly. 
and that's because they're dumping trillions and trillions of dollars. They realized they had to do it. When they shut down the economy, they realized people would have been in the streets, and I don't think they'd be prepared for it. I think they're preparing for it right now, for people to be in the streets. And they're going to they're gonna clamp down on it like you cannot believe. Your program will go away. Any store, there'll be no supplies left to sell, much less allowing you to sell the way we do, you know, emergency supplies. There'll be nothing left to sell. <coughs> and if you want it, you're going to get it on the black market, and it's going to cost you an incredible amount of money. So buffer yourself, people. Yeah. Buffer. Read, Dave, read that article in the Washington Examiner. No, I have, I have read it, but, but yeah. I don't see that as the only scenario. Um, but I, how long are they going to keep the resources coming our way so we don't go to the streets? What do you think? I, well, I think until what other nations repudiate our debt, they stop buying our junk bonds, you know, our junk money. Yeah, that's one. I, mean, I agree. That's one. I agree. That's the dollar one. loses its reserve currency status. Yeah, that's close. We have an that's EMP two. pulse that shuts down the economy. That's three. Um, we have civil. We have literally the left is promoting civil war right now on a large scale. And once they once they um, loot the cities, they realize there's nothing left to loot. Uh, they'll go elsewhere and start looting because that's that's become their modus operandi. That becomes their way of living, and they'll filter out into the highways and byways. Especially when and Dave, it, it, it's as I tell people, catalog it. It's it's all happening in concert with so many other pieces of the of the of the picture that it's going to happen. I I my personal belief it's. It's going to build and build and build, and we say building, and then it's going to explode. You know, 2008 exploded. The, the the George Bush was called and said, if you don't dump all this money in the economy, you're going to have people protesting in the streets. So he, he did. That's what these bills are for. Um, I think just keep dumping money and dumping money because they realize it's not e pluribus, e pluribus unum anymore. It's, it's the money that keeps us together. People can go to the grocery store and buy food. They can still – sort of afford rent and and i think we're seeing that coming to an end yeah i agree um, i agree when the resources are gone people will be in the streets and then it'll be on i mean I think and then that's, the military they, they want to vet out anybody who won't follow question. lawful orders See, that's my that's next what question the, what will the military do in your opinion I, I know they're purging right now but when the conflict starts can the people who are victims of this illegitimate regime can they expect any help from the military well, Dave, I think history is a good example. When the first revolution, this uh, civil war happened in this country, half of them went to the south, half of them went to the north. The country divided. The military divided. Most most of the, the senior staff of the south came out of West Point. I mean, I don't know if you know that. Um, most of them were West Point graduates. They knew they knew the generals. They were friends with the generals of the north. I mean, so. When it happens, I would suspect history will repeat itself, and you will see the military split. And you'll have the red military, the red state military, and the blue state military. Yeah, I, I, but I don't think it'll be along the lines that we saw in the Civil War. It won't be blue, gray, states' rights. It's going to be vaccinated, unvaccinated. Here's why I say that. With 300,000 military ready to be expunged from the military, I see that as being perhaps the resistance force when things go to hell in a handbasket. Well, I can, I can promise you that 
uh, retired special forces people are probably the government's number one headache they have to worry about. Yeah. Because the government trained them how to be insurgents, how to train insurgents. And they realize that that, you know, they, I think a lot of special forces people who do have sympathies towards libertarianism um, understand that the government looks at them as a domestic enemy. And In Jade Home 16, they practiced uh, anti-insurgency, and I'm going to give you the quote, uh, um, ex-U.S., no, disaffected ex-U.S. military serving as guerrilla chieftains. That's what they called them in the drill. They practice for this, Jade Home 16. And Dave, right now, if you go to Drudge Headlines, Omicron grips nation. U.S. fears millions of cases a day. See, this is the fear they're going to promote. This is, like you said, the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated versus the unvaccinated. And um, it's going to split this nation apart. Like I said, this is why this is another reason why the money has to continue until it's absolutely worthless is because it's the only glue holding the nation together right now. Uh, People are getting Social Security. People can go to the doctor and it's paid for. You know, they can still reasonably get some food, although the quality of that food is greatly diminishing. And it's going to get to the point where it's, you know, it's the veggie meat, the the grasshoppers, the bugs, you know, whatever they choose to fill their stomach with. And, And, Dave, that's another reason why people need to get food, because you read the history of famine. People will eat dirt. And I'm not being funny. No, I know. I'm laughing because of the synchronicity. We're coming up on a break, and the sponsor (laughs) is my Patriot Supply. Oh, my gosh. Listen, I've cataloged 19 different impediments to the food supply and your ability to get food, and you hear it here. Uh, M1 money supply, hyperinflation, you're not going to be able to afford it. Wheelbarrow full of cash, as we've seen in the old history books. Or the other way, the economy will just collapse, and nothing will move. You won't have anything to buy. So, ladies and gentlemen, now's the time. Bob has said it. Now's the time to get your storable food. Uh, MPS uh, has a great special on right now. It's available. You can read all about it at at preparewithdave.com. 25-year shelf life. Uh, You don't have 25 years, though, folks. I'm telling you, I think this is going to happen in months. Because I'm going to float a theory by Bob when we come out and have him tell me how crazy I am. Then he'll set me straight. But nonetheless, we're still going to go down a dark path. But listen... Get your storable food now, seriously. Um, You hear from Bob, you're hearing from me. This is not hyperbole, this is not a sales pitch. Please get it, because I don't need you knocking on my door. Go to preparewithdave.com. Bob, um, I'm gonna say this as a disclaimer for the Secret Service friends out there. I, when people used to say, let's assassinate Obama, he needs to be killed, I stood up and I said, no, no. No, whenever you no, assassinate a president, no. no, 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 no. You're taking away the people's right to vote. And they voted for Obama. And then we need to go to legitimate means to remove that president if we don't like him. But I'm going to say that on this spirit. I am against what I'm going to say. And I'm hoping by saying it, I can head it off by calling attention to it. I am in no way advocating for this. I think Biden should be shown the door on the 25th Amendment. That's my personal belief. I do. I agree with that. But I do believe this is possible, Bob, and I want you to hear me out on this because the more I think this through, the more I think I'm right. If Biden leaves in the 25th Amendment, 
The Democratic Party has a big stain on it. Oh, look what they brought us. Look what they brought us. How terrible is this? Uh, blah, blah. And it's a bad PR disaster for them. But if he leaves through an assassination, if they arrange a false flag assassination, they have a lot of benefit. And I'll just compare Kennedy and his civil rights legislation was stalled at the time of his death. But the sympathy vote pushed it through. Biden and his climate change and infrastructure legislation is stalled but his death may push it through. That's only one thing, that's just one. The other thing is if you can frame Trump supporters or MAGA supporters for the assassination of the president, then you can turn around and say gun control, gun control, gun control, and you can start persecuting people on the right. You have a legitimate license, so you think to take action against the right. And you clamp down on free speech, no more websites that criticize the government, it really gives them a lot of leverage. Now, I am not in favor of this. I'm hoping by calling this out, this does not befall Joe Biden, but I think Obama and Susan Rice and the rest of this crew is evil enough to do it. And what I'm saying to you is this, from the left's perspective, from the extreme deep state, they get more mileage out of an assassination to remove Biden than they do the 25th Amendment. What do you think? Well, did Hitler get... A lot of mileage out of um, the night of broken glass. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, did, did, I, mean did, did, I mean, when the Reichstag burnt down, did he get mileage out of it? They did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. When he, when he went into Poland, and he remember he used the excuse, he went in there and made it look like the Polish had assassinated German citizens. Um, it was a false flag. Um, yeah, Dave. Anybody who who is promoting assassination, I would bet is getting a paycheck from somebody. Um, well, you know, I want to make that clear. I am not promoting it. I want it to I, not I totally happen. understand. Yeah. Uh, no, we don't promote that because you're, you're exactly right. Not only is it immoral, um, you know, we don't, we, don't, we, we don't operate that way. Um, we tell the truth. We preach the truth, and the truth overcomes, and that's what they do. That's why they hate the truth so much. That's why they hate truth tellers so much. That's why they hate the people telling the truth about the vaccine. They hate them. They want to kill them. That's why. They're the ones that want to murder, not us. You know, I, I, I believe Joe Biden should be criminally prosecuted, but criminally through the justice system. There you go. Exactly right. Exactly. And we and don't, we don't all, take the law into our own hands. We, we, are, we are Christians. We don't advocate for murder. No. And, and, no, uh, but, but I advocate for justice. Obama is not a Christian. Susan Rice is evil as they come. The left, I think, would not hesitate to do this if they thought they could get mileage out of it. I totally agree with you. Total, totally agree with you. So <laughs> anybody who advocates um, shooting, I mean, we look at all these school shooters and all these other people, they're all Democrats. I mean, you look what's going on in Oregon. All the people shooting and looting, and they're all Democrats. Who, too, are breaking into those buildings? Do you think card-carrying Christian people are the ones breaking in and looting uh, Versace in San Francisco right now? No. They're all voting Democrat because the Democratic Party has become lawless and all their the people are lawless and they, they promote lawlessness. That's what's happening. No, we, we, don't, we don't operate that way. And I, anybody who would come to me and say they want to operate that way, um, they're not going to be near me at all. I mean, I'd report somebody said that, you know, I'm involved with a plot to kill them. I mean, and that's not happening on my watch. Not on my, no, it's not. Um, at the same time, I, I believe in justice. These people are criminals, and they need to be brought to justice. Um, you, you know, it was 
far more Nuremberg. It was far more powerful that that Goering and, and these people were taken out and tried in a court of law than a bunch of you know people going out and assassinating them. They were tried in a court of law. What that did is it set the precedent. You don't do this. That's where the Nuremberg laws came out of. You know, you can't force people to take medications they don't agree with. Oh, yeah. Where's the Nuremberg laws now? Yeah. I mean, so what was the best way to handle the, the people who had committed those crimes? The, 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 the people who ran the Japanese who ran camp, was it 731? They were hung by a court of law. So to answer your question, you mean like what should happen to Fauci for all the millions he's killed? A court of law. Exactly. There you go. Nuremberg trials are due for the people that forcing uh, experimental vaccines on people that are killing them. I just interviewed Tom Renz, who's the uh, lawyer for the frontline doctors, and clear and convincing evidence from his work in discovery of the lawsuits. Discovery. The people getting the Omicron are not the unvaccinated. They're the vaccinated. No one's really dying from it. I mean, people are going to die as a matter of course. People die from the flu, but no one's dying from the Omicron. Yet, have you noticed we're shutting everything down? Everything's being shut down right now, Bob. It's it's going to kill the economy from that direction, too. Well, then they have to spend more deficit money there because it decreases tax revenue. Bingo. I mean, everything bad happens. People aren't working, so they don't pay federal, um, they don't pay federal income tax if you're not working. Um, it, 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 it's a vicious cycle. The government then prints more money. Uh, inflation goes up. The, national, the, debt, the interest on the national debt goes up. And eventually, like I said, you're going to get people in other countries that look at holding U.S. debt and say, there's no way. There's no way this is worth anything. And when that happens, that's just one of the scenarios that would cause the collapse. Yeah, I know. And that's... Um... I'm hoping that people get support from a good portion of the military. Because well, I think I think what you'd see is probably the same thing that happened in the Civil War. You you would have a a, a, a breaking not along state lines. You'd have a break along breaking along ideological and philosophical lines. And when that happens, you know the nation is going to commit fratricide um, because it, it's you can't say. I mean. Some states, California, for instance, the Northern California is fairly conservative. So you're going to have a break in this country unlike anything we've seen. And it's going to be very, very damaging. And and the reason, Dave, we're seeing this is not because of magma people. It's because of the people that promote lawlessness. And they're, they're driving people to say this is not constitutional government. Well, this is why they're doing January 6th, Bob. This is why they're doing January 6th, so they can frame everything that follows where the people stand up for themselves. How many people were at January 6th? A million? Yeah. And how many, but they've made 700 arrests? I mean, good grief, Dave. You know, if, that's a very, very, very small percentage. A million people showed up or whatever it was. I mean, just more than I could see. And yet they, they've demonized the whole movement. But, you know, out of the million people that showed up, what do you have, 999,000, what, 300 were good people that didn't do anything wrong? That's and, not, that's you know, they made how, it all about the 700 people who violated being, trespassing laws? That's not how it's being framed. I know. I know. Now, just 
state the point. I, I don't think they did what was right. I, I, I mean, obviously, it, the, the, we gave the left ammunition, and that was a stupid thing to do. And we know who was driving it now, don't we? Um, we know who promoted it all, planned it, promoted it, and then persecuted the people that they, that they uh, ensnared into it. So um, that's a whole other thing of, of how people are, you know, how people are indoctrinated or in, in, recruited, put it that way. There's a whole recruitment process. Um, maybe if you, somebody goes online and types in uh, recruitment and then you uses the word mice, like little rodents, mice, no or worries. rascals. And there's there's recruiting methods they use. Yeah, I know the keywords. Yeah, yeah. That my uh, well, it's it, they're acronyms. Yeah, M- mice, money, um, exactly. ideology, keywords. Yeah, um, that's what it stands for. Bob, I got I got to do this here. I'm negligent. <laughs> I got to get in our last ad. I mean, this conversation has been so emotionally charged that I just blew off a break. But I, I've got to do it. And first of all, it's essential. Ladies and gentlemen, when they shut things down because we rise up, you're not going to have communications. And one of the things that will probably survive will be sat phones. And also when you're driving on a lowland country road or driving through the mountains and you can't get reception, all the sat phone needs is the sky. So I'm just telling you, I think we're crazy if we don't have sat phones as an emergency backup for communication. Plus right now, Steve Quayle, Mike Adams, Doug Hagman, and myself are engaged in messaging and we're getting an emergency messaging alert system going and we've got followers right now because we believe that our our media is going to be taken down and we're hoping we can still give people the news as we come across it with this uh, Galileo service so you really want to you really want to follow up on this ladies and gentlemen and look at it I'm going to give you a number to call 8559805 five eight three zero eight five five nine eight zero five eight three zero communications is essential we've been speaking with robert griswold from ready made resources and bob let's take you know we've kind of painted the uh, some people probably think we're hysterical because they're not in tune to what's going on some people are going dave this is just the natural progression of everything you guys have been talking about and they'll handle it but what i want to do here because some people they may recognize the problem but not recognize what they need we got about three minutes left and what I wanted to do was give you an opportunity to talk about some of the resources you have available and maybe choose two or three and say this is why you need what you need yeah well Dave I'm I'm gonna just jump in real quick you know that article I told you about the Washington Examiner yes I also sent it to Steve Quayle and he said he does I just got an email from him the three of those guys who wrote the article of the generals, three of the generals, are on the CCP payroll. Oh, my Chinese God. Communist Party. Are you surprised? Just, <laughs> I, I just got that email. Leave it to Steve to know that, though. Seriously, yeah. he, he's um, really locked but anyhow, in on that. Yeah. No, D- Dave, I mean, you know, at ReadyMade Resources, we've tried to cover a lot of different bases. Um, I promote, you know, um, uh, first aid, uh, being able to recharge your sat phone with a little solar. I mean... We sell solar equipment. Uh, I'm a big proponent of night vision. I'm a big proponent of, of, of shortwave radio. Um, uh, I, um, you want to be able to gather intelligence locally, what's going on in your local intelligence. You need radio to do that. Um, obviously, that you've mentioned you got the food, uh, water filtration. Um, Dave, I'm just saying this. When you're buying 
supplies like this for myself or anybody else, you, anybody else right now, you're literally buying a, a hedge against the inflation that's coming. So uh, what I'm telling people is if they order night vision from us by tomorrow and I have some sales on, um, the photonish unit, I have it on sale, I will get it to them by Christmas. Wow. So we'll make sure it gets into your hands by Amazing. Christmas. Amazing. You're better than so, Amazon. Yeah. So uh, if you want to order the, the, the PBS 14 photonish unit from us, there's financing available. Um, bad people do bad things at night. I'm sorry. That's when they do it. Um, we'll get it to you by Christmas. And but I mean, I, we'll say this with a caveat. We have maybe eight or nine units in stock. And so once those are gone, I can't make that promise anymore because it's first come, first serve. And, wow. you know, just go to my website, readymaderesources.com. Call me. If you have a question on night vision or any other thing about making a, a, a plan for your preparation, a plan for what's coming, uh, I'll gladly consult with you, 800-627-3809. Again, 800-627-3809. But, Dave, history, all the indicators are all pointing at the fact that we are heading towards the cliff at light speed, and we're very close to it right now. Yeah, we won't get to 2022 election, much less 2024 at the rate we're going. That's my estimation. What do you think? Well, the Democrats know right now they're going to get clobbered in 2022 unless they unless there's massive cheating. I mean, worse than what was in the last election. They're going to have to cheat. And it's it's just like the last election it was so obvious. And we were all, um, you know, gaslit about it. You know, now it's it's there was no cheating. No, nothing happened. They've, they've said that story so many times. But it, the cheating was massive. It was proven. Um, but in order, to, in order to remain in power, the Democratic Party will do anything, as they've already demonstrated. Mm -hmm. So um, as we head more and closer and closer to the civil conflict, because we do have irreconcilable differences, um, we're, we're going to get to the point that, um, you know, that's what the military is preparing, preparing for. They're not preparing for war with China. They're preparing for war with the American people. With China's you don't like help. illegitimate government. Well, I, I want to rephrase what you said. You can comment. They're preparing for war against the American people with China's help. Yes. Well, that Steve Quayle said three of the people on that uh, in that article that wrote the civil war and get the military ready for it are CCCP people, people on the CCC payroll, Chinese mm -hmm. Communist Party payroll. Well, would one of them uh, just use his initials be Millie? Hmm. Well. At least he'll he'll alert him to it um, by his own words, you know. How is that not a treasonous statement? Well, of course it is. It's Benedict Arnold, one hundred percent. Yeah, and nothing um, happens. Yeah, well, nothing happened to Hillary Clinton. Nothing happened to all the Russia collusion liars. Shift. I mean, he lied. All of them lied. Nothing happened to him. Call me. Nothing happened to Hillary Clinton when she had her uh, her top secret server in her home. I know. That wasn't protected. I know. I Nothing hear happened you. to him. Bob, we're Nothing happened to Joe Biden time. over Ukraine. Hunter Biden with a computer. <laughs> Nothing happened. You're starting another show, Bob. <laughs> That's oh why I say, Dave. There, there's so many. There's so many avenues. I know. The ball gets complex. Bob, but, I got to stop it right here though, because we're flat out of time. We're gonna. We will do a follow up, folks. You can tell this is fertile ground. Uh, listen, get your preps in order, Bob. Thanks so much for joining us. Really good stuff, Bob is from readymaderesources.com. Check it out. Thanks, Bob. Thank you. Bye-bye.